All right, I'm Dan, and welcome to the Stage Fright Podcast, where we talk mental health while working in creative industries. Today, I'm talking to my good friend and incredible drummer, Dave Allen. question I always get a lot is, oh, are you still gigging? Are you still playing in your little band, are you? Yeah, oh um, yeah, I get that a lot, yeah. Yeah. Still playing. The main subject of today's episode is imposter syndrome. And what it really boils down to is the feeling of not being good enough. Dave was one of my lecturers while I was studying music. How many piece band was it? Exactly, band, Dan. It's an orchestra. <laughs> not a band. So I'm still learning every time we meet. Tacit! He's going, tacit! And I'm I'm going, what? what what's tacit? I don't know what that it. Dave's career went on hold last year so him and his family could look after his son who suffered a brain hemorrhage at just 15 years old. Do you want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm happy to talk about it. And he tells me stories and strategies of how he gets over his imposter syndrome. Because the truth of the situation is, if I was that imposter, why am I being asked back? You're listening to the Stage Fright Podcast, where we talk about mental health while working in creative industries. Here's Dave Allen. One, two, two, two. So it's all right if I'm right there, but I don't really want to. Oh, right there, so turn it up a bit. <laughs> don't, be, don't be where you don't want to be, Dan. That's what I say. In this life. In this life, don't be where you don't want to be. Don't be. Only know what you know. Don't know what you don't know. <laughs> that's, that's the next tattoo. That's the secret. That's the secret right there. Right, it's good to see you. I think Yoda said that. Good to see you too. Good to, uh, you, you know all about that. I love that. Star Trek. <laughs> I'm just going to shift this. There yeah, we go. Yeah. Hi, Dan. Hi. Hi. So I guess question one, in two words, why do you hate the Beatles? <laughs> oh. um, I, I'm not going to swear on your podcast, Dan. <laughs> You can say Paul McCartney if you want. <laughs> Paul McCartney. <laughs> well, you might listen to it. He won't listen. To it. No, he won't, he won't listen to it. Imagine him listening. What do you do? I can't do it. In Paul. Can you do a Paul McCartney? Uh, shut up, Dave. Okay, you don't know anything, mate. <laughs> Have you seen Simon Pegg? Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wish I, I'm going to learn how to do that and then never do it. And then never <laughs> just because it's the Beatles. <laughs> yeah. What interests me about having a chat with you is. <sighs> When I put that shout out and said, you know, does anyone want to come on the podcast? You got in contact and said, I want to talk to you about imposter syndrome. Yeah. Which is, which fascinated me because of your personality and because of the amount of times I've texted you and said, can you come and do a voiceover for this? Or can you come and drum on this? You're yeah. always up for it. You're always like, yeah, yeah let's go, go, go. So how do you get imposter syndrome? Um, the thing is, I don't know how mm. and, and where it's come from. And I think it's always been there. It's always seems to have been part of my of my musical life yeah. in some way or another. And I think I I think I counteract it by being a massive show off. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's basically I kind of I sort of bludgeon my way through it with positivity and, yeah. and kind of um because well you get a lot of stick from richie saying you're in you playing a lot of bands and stuff and <laughs> yeah. which is weird because as, as a musician that's surely that's what you want to be doing yeah you, you know, and exactly and and it it's kind of this these two worlds hmm. that that kind of collide and, and 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 i know the sort of the theme of of what you're talking about with these podcasts is is anxiety and i think i looked into what uh, imposter syndrome 
means by yeah. by consulting Dr. Google. Yeah. And, of course, one of the worst things <laughs> yeah. you can do. Um, uh, yeah, so it's... Uh, so what did you find out? First, I guess there might be people listening to this going, I don't know what that, what that means. So, uh, well, it, it looked like that whatever Google came up with matched mm. more or less exactly what what i thought imposter mm-hmm. syndrome was and and i i don't i hate to describe myself as having any kind of uh sort of ailment because i i've never you know it's not something that you can have diagnosed no it's a it's a way of feeling and it and that way of feeling can can directly uh affect how you think about things mm. so you're, you're right in what you say um i will say yes you know i'm a musical whore i will say yes to anything (laughs) but but along with that comes this imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. and what it really boils down to is the feeling of not being good enough not being the right person for that gig not thinking that at some point you're going to get the sack. Someone's going to tell you to bugger off. Never darken their doors ever again. Yeah. Um, Someone's going to come up to you and go, "Wait, we didn't mean you." Yeah, we I don't want. That. Yeah, no, no, you, you. Yeah, you can't do that. Get out. Yeah, and 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 it it's it's. I think more obviously when you step out of a comfort zone and you go into um, a realm. Uh, I, I can only really talk about the sort of music and uh, and education, which is mm-hmm. where I've been. Yeah, I've been in music obviously f- since I was a kid and played in bands since I was at, at school and and whatnot. But but the education side of it only really for I guess twenty five years or so, which is still a long time. Mm. Um, but but it's it's that sort of even though you 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 know that you've spent time honing your craft Learning or at least this you know you, thing. you you spend time doing it somebody will look through you and go you are a fraud <laughs> yeah. you are an imposter <clears throat> what are you doing in my here? head they in my head they've got a clipboard and a high vis yeah. vest and they yeah. come over and they go yes. what are you doing yeah that's where from the <laughs> on stage uh, yeah <laughs> while that's you're right oh. yeah. i had that i had it really bad with um Eka. so the first I've talked about this before on the podcast, so people might be bored of this story, but the first rehearsal I had with Eka, that was the first day I met them as well. So we had two rehearsals and then we, we were on tour from then. That was it. Yeah. So they flew over from Australia. I went to the first rehearsal and um, I learned all the tunes. I was, you know, I was quite like, yeah, cool. I'm quite, I know yeah, what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, well, you turn up and then you start playing. And then Eka's really good at um, knowing kind of what she wants it to sound like. Yes. She doesn't just let you get on with it, which... I like because she'll, she'll go no can you not play that part can you play yeah this part yeah um and after the after that first rehearsal she was going yeah can you change this can you do this can we change that guitar sound which is awesome like, I love that but at the end of the rehearsal I was thinking oh, I, I think I'm too wrong they don't like me yeah I don't like me yeah they don't like me and then we went out for a, a, a meal with their manager and their manager was really like, like I'm good friends with him now Dave he's, he's got me a lot of work now but at the time he um he seemed he just seemed really standoffish. Yes. Really like didn't want to talk to me. And I was like making you know, shit jokes and he didn't seem to care. And then on the way home, I said to Rich, the bass player, I was like, oh, does Dave even like me? And he was like, yeah, yeah. He's, 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 he's just really shy. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I remember lying in bed because I stayed at Eka's sister's 
I was in the living room on this like blow up bed and I was just lying there and it's about probably one o'clock in the morning and we had another rehearsal the next day and I just thought, oh, shall I just bail now? Yeah. Shall I just get out now? Because if I'm in too deep, like this is way... that And that, Dan, you know what? That's exactly the way I've I've kind of felt before. Yeah. Um, and ultimately you went on and did the gigs and... Oh, the next rehearsal was you, incredible. Yeah, of course. Like, we it turned was. up and uh, we were like, oh, and, and everything. You know clicked. what it is. Yeah. And uh, every time I'm uh, this this sort of feeling of of in, like everyone's going to see through me. I'm, I'm mm. they're going to find out that I'm this this fraud. Yeah. That I don't deserve to be here. Yeah. Um, and it still happens. And even though you know through the process of the rehearsals and yeah. then the gig or the gigs or the tour or whatever. Yeah. You get to the end of it and you go, oh, that was amazing. I played really well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're as surprised with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Now I've got a few different examples really. And I, and I think it is when you, when you move into a different realm that, that that's when the imposter syndrome. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Really, really hits you. Um, you know, my my history is is kind of rock bands, mm -hmm. you know, metal bands, rock bands. Um, and I did that for many years. Blues, I played a lot of blues. Yeah. I went to a lot of blues jams. I mean, God, as a kid, you know, that's when imposter syndrome really, really hits you. When you're in uh, a really dark, loud blues jam with yeah. lots of gnarly wrinkly men staring at you yeah, yeah. you know and now uh, we're the wrinkly men it's a, it's a bit like being in a in a kind of you know uh, a turkish prison but with guitars <laughs> yeah, yeah. do you know what i mean it's, yeah. it's a bit weird and i was you know i was you know kind of a, a young kid you know like 15 16 going to blues jams but i learned a lot and i and i you know i came away from that and i and i kind of really sort of felt like i learned a lot yeah and and i think i guess that was probably the beginning of of me kind of feeling like oh well this is this is great this is what i i love doing i love playing my drums in front of people yeah you yeah. know um so i i want to i want to do that yeah and that's always been like the the aim and that's know. the crazy thing that i mean the podcast is called stage fright but being on stage is the least frightening part of it because by the time you get to the stage you're you're fine. Yeah, you're, and, you're and, right. And it's the rehearsal. Yeah. It's the hanging out with it's, the bands beforehand. Exactly. Thinking, Do they it, like me? Yeah. Sometimes it does happen on stage, but for the most part, it's rehearsals. Yeah, and it is that you know it is that time when, um, you you know you've been booked to do to do something, and you turn up for a rehearsal, and you go, oh no, this is you know mm. this is not kind of this is not my usual thing. They're paying me. They're paying me out of their money. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. To, and to do a job, exactly right. Yeah. And and you think, oh, what's going to happen? And and if I if I get anything wrong, you yeah. know, I'm gonna be kicked out. I'm gonna get kicked out, and that's it. You know, and of course, it doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> every single time, it doesn't happen. But every single time you put yourself in that position, yeah. it comes back again. The imposter syndrome comes back again. Mm -hmm.
it never really occurred to me that it had a name. Like mm. imposter syndrome is only something I've heard of relatively recently. And you think last... you're the only one that suffers from yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But of course, as soon as I heard it and, and read up a little mm. on it, I kind of like, oh, well, this is this is exactly me. This is yeah. exactly what I feel. Yeah. Um, I, I got into, um, a few years ago, I, I got into playing with uh, a, a some people that I had grown up with yeah or rather I should say were older than me and I was young and I came up through the kind of musical cool. ranks yeah locally you know yeah. every town will have yeah that sort of thing and these people were you know 10 15 years older than me perhaps and of a different level mm. and yeah and they're people thankfully that I can count as my friends yeah and that i have the utmost respect for but i never dreamed that i would be in that circle yeah. of people yeah and i i have always kind of had uh, a love for rock uh, and metal and and blues but i became very aware that i was enjoying other stars of music as well yeah. and i really wanted my my drumming to kind of move into those fields a little bit more and it was meeting people like rob bartholomew yeah. rob robinson miriam jonathan mike mm -hmm. hines ray blasdale sharon venor all these people that were of the the jazz yeah community yeah within uh andover and they they were all oh andy sullivan who is just an absolute hero of mine. He was a, a drummer, still is a drummer, I should say. Yeah. Talk about him like he's, yeah. like he's, oh dear, you know, Spiritus Sanctus and all that. No, he's still, <laughs> he's still with us, people. It's all good. Um, uh, he he was the, the drummer that did all the school shows right. when I was a kid. Yeah. And you were like, how do and I he was this. He yeah. was just this huge talent. Yeah. You know, and, and he's still, he's great drummer, great, great drummer. And I kind of aspired to, to be these guys. Yeah. And I, I dipped my toes in the murky world of big band on mm -hmm. a couple of occasions. And I really, you know, I really got my ass handed to me, you know. Yeah, right. I've Was that got, like, read this? Read the chart. Yeah, go, read the right, chart and off you go. Yeah. And and I had, I, um, oh, I wish I could remember his name. He was a great, great character, uh, double bass player. Um, again, in the town, I knew him from the blues jams and from sort of jazz nights. And he's, I, I'm playing, I'm going tang, tang, kang, 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 all the way through. And he's shouting tacit at me, tacit. He's going tacit. And I'm, I'm going, what? what? What's tacit? I don't know what that, tacit. He's going tacit. I had no idea what he was talking about. And we got to the end of the song and, and he's like, what? why didn't you stop? I I don't know. You were shouting at me. I didn't want to stop. <laughs> and that was, you know, well, you know, next time. Yeah. I'd say fucking tacit. <clears throat> yeah. You fucking tacit. Yeah. And he got, he got proper cross. Did he? Um, rightfully so, because he just assumed that I knew I what think, he was talking about. I think about. that's why imposter syndrome comes about because you just assume that everyone in the room yeah. knows how to do your job better than yes. you. So, you just think, right, am I playing this guitar part right? Is this how she wants me to play it? And you just think, oh, the bass player's looking at me, he's thinking oh, he can play it better. You know, you, you, yeah, you always, yeah, you always yeah. think like that, and it's such a strange feeling. 
He always it almost takes all the fun out of it. It does. Sometimes. It does a little bit. And and but I suppose the other side of that coin is if you put yourself in that position, you then you either know or yeah. what there is to know. Yeah. You know, like I, you know, know what you know, don't yeah. know what you don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, or you're going to be in for a learning experience. Yeah. And I yeah. learned that day. Yeah. I now understand what tacit means. Yeah. You know, which means don't play. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I'm still thundering through. And of course, as well as that, as a rock drummer trying to sort of be in a, in a jazz environment i was not the right guy i was yeah. completely out again of, they're looking at you thinking what's this rock you know doing like i'm giving it jazz? four on the floor yeah. you know rocking away the <laughs> yeah. ride cymbal maybe a backbeat coming in you know <laughs> and i'm like and they're trying to play how high the moon <laughs> <laughs> and i'm going boom gagadum, <laughs> and it's just you know so I mean, that's fair enough. That's all to do with learning and, and yeah. doing all that. And you do learn a lot from those And of course you do. You learn so much. Yeah. So I kind of made it my, uh, I suppose, not a mission so much, but I made sure that I, I worked a little bit on yeah. that and, and, and tried to make sure that whatever musical kind of uh, situation I found myself in, I could at least do something yeah adapt to the adapt to, that to that it situation yeah in 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 i'm not always great at doing it um but recently certainly over the last five ten years um i've i've done more uh things out of my comfort zone mm. than i've done in my comfort yeah. zone. yeah yeah that's great so of course the specter of of imposter syndrome hits pretty hard quite yeah. a lot of the time Eventually, I, I get uh, um, I get to play with these people uh, a few years down the line, um, and uh, <laughs> I was kind of remember it because I used to play in a a ten piece Latin uh, group. Wow! Uh, with all of these people that I listed, yeah, you know, as being you know uh, Rolf Smith on percussion, Andy Sullivan on percussion, brass players. I'd never. I'd never been in a yeah. band with brass players before. This was incredible. Um, Rob on bass, Mike Hines on guitar, Miriam. And we we even had a Colombian singer from Bogota. Wow. It was incredible. It was just incredible. And I really felt like I was, you know, this is, this is a big deal. And it was a big deal. I mean, because it wasn't the sort of your norm, you yeah, know, your kind of run-of-the-mill, yeah. you know, four-piece rock band going and playing in pubs. Yeah. It was going and playing food festivals and yeah you know music events and open air and you know lunchtime jazz things and, yeah you know festivals. is it improv stuff or is it no is no it, no no like no it was very charts and very or, very charted stuff wow. i <laughs> i could tell i was very much uh knocking on the door with these people because it was like right uh andy gets the timbales rolf gets the congas I get the cowbell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Here you go. Here's your pattern. And play that. Yeah. Play that. Exactly. Don't not play that. Just yeah. play that. Yeah. Don't be making it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Because we want it to be, you know, and that was, you know, that was a big lesson as well because, you know, my kind of natural, I suppose, bravado and, and it was more like, right, I need to, <clears throat> excuse me, I need to, 
deliver here. Yes, yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make my way up to these this next yeah. kind of level. Yeah. Not realizing that those people on the next level probably feel the same as you about the people above them. You know, they've they've yeah. got a syndrome about them. Yeah, and and absolutely right, Dan. Yeah, and and I've known a couple of people who who have who have suffered quite bad anxiety, yeah. e- uh, even though they've been on the scene for some yeah. number of years. Yeah. And it can hit. And when it does hit, it can, well, it can throw everything, everything that you off, think yeah. you know yeah. into complete disarray. Everything you've built up, everything, yeah, like yeah, yeah. everything you've musically built up in your brain, even like physically, like this studio you've built up, you just think in that one second, you're like, well, I can't do this now. Yeah. I'm just going to quit and go run a board game cafe. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because I was mad. Yesterday, Drew came over and <clears throat> I was just whittling around on the guitar. And he was like, oh, you're a bit of a shredder, aren't you? And I was like, oh, I haven't done it for years, but like, I was just playing around. And he went, who are your heroes for like sh- that kind of stuff? And I went, honestly, mate, it, it was you. Like, yeah. growing up, it was yeah, it yeah, was yeah. you. Which yeah. is mad to think, because me and Drew now are really good friends. But I know the anxieties that he thinks. Yeah. And it's the same thing that, you know, you're growing up looking at these people. I was yeah. growing up looking at Drew and you and stuff. And it's interesting to see that, oh, they feel exactly how I feel yeah, yeah, yeah. now. It's, no, it's like an ongoing thing. On the flip side of that, when we got you involved with the Grant Sharkey stuff, yes. did you know Grant before? Uh, yeah, I knew Grant um, from Toupee. Yeah, of course. Because um, we just kind of, well, it was Grant that said, do you want to come and do this album? Yeah. And with Grant's records, you kind of just learn them on the day, really, don't you? You kind of learn them. Not you always. Get, you um, get sent demos. I get sent demos cool. uh, a lot of the time. and Apart from Beasts, obviously. That's, yes. That's yeah. kind of we we Although that wasn't a huge rehearsal process no. that really was get together a couple of times and just go through some ideas yeah um, beasts was was very bizarre experience because of the fact that i i could actually kind of class myself as 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 and i i, I almost feel myself recoiling with kind of yeah, cringiness I, I but know, yeah. to me it was it was a it was a piece of art yeah and so not I uh, don't want to devalue everything that I've ever done musically because that's not what I mean. But yeah. I've always just thought of music as, as, as music and and art. Yeah, I see to what be, you mean. Yeah. To be art, if you see what yeah. I mean. I don't tend to to put the two together, and I often get a bit cringy when I go, "Oh, yeah." It's when you my start craft, talking like it's that, my art, yeah. you know. And I, yeah. But but it, it truly kind of came across as being one of the first things that that I felt had kind of had grown and that that happened in in that moment yeah and as much as i love improvisation and, and that's what the blues jams mm-hmm. and all of those taught things you, that's, way, that's what you. i learned from them yeah um so how did you feel um coming up to that first session because what was the first album you did uh the first the first song i did with grant was tories it was tories and so turning up to that first session yeah. where we recorded at the Barn? That was at the original Wooden Heart, yeah. yeah that was, was at the barn, yeah. Well, the original Wooden Heart was <laughs> well, was yeah. my uni yes. bedroom. Yeah. Then it went. Then it moved to a shed, <laughs> literally a shed in the garden. And then that barn, yeah, which was awesome. It was cold, but it was awesome. Yeah. And then to a lock up because I couldn't afford anywhere. And then yeah. I found and that other place over the road. And then now I'm, now I'm in here. 
Which is uh, which is amazing. Which is the best uh, of all of them. I've still not... got to organise that moving in present, Dan. Yeah. I, 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 I know Sorry, what it's... Sorry, Belushi snare I, would be all right. I definitely know. I definitely... You're not having it. <laughs> e- either of them, I should say. <laughs> <Me too>. uh, <laughs> but um, So, yeah, how did... How did you feel walking up to that session, like, you know, getting out the car, walking into the studio thinking, right, this is the first time I've recorded with this yeah. guy. And absolutely, the, you know, it was sat on my, you know, the it was there on my shoulder going, yeah. don't fuck going, it don't up, Dave. Up. Don't screw up, This mate. is Grant Sharkey. Yeah. <laughs> He's the new Adele. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but because it's, because you know that your, your kind of reputation... It, it precedes you to yeah. a, to an extent, yeah. right? And and I don't want to sound like big headed or anything, but you know, I'm I'm known, yeah, I'm known around here, yeah. you know. Of course. And that sounds horrible, and 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 I don't mean it to sound like that, but but there is a certain expectation that if I'm fr- from my part, that if I'm doing something, I do need to to at least try and do it do right, it well, yeah. And I can't just blag my way through everything, yeah. and the fact that I I can. I can blag to an extent is like if right Dave uh, I've got a gig this afternoon I need somebody to come and play sex on fire that's cool yeah, I can blag right yeah there's blagging and then there's there's the bit you can't yeah. blag <laughs> yeah, there's the stuff yeah. where it's not it's not my thing yeah you know if it's like a PFT show yeah perfect we can we can we blagged or I don't remember I can probably count on one hand the amount of times we actually rehearsed right wow but me drew and steve blagged but I, because that's just that's just because of but then that comes back to being great musicians well, that's, together yeah, and that that's you just can putting, kind of that's putting the work in isn't yeah, that's, it that's, that, that, that's, that's a, having learnt your instrument yeah. and, and understanding how music and timing and you know tuning and pitch yeah. and and all the all the rules yeah that's a, a basic understanding of the rules yeah you know um it's no different to being you know a sports person if yeah. you know what the rules are you can play the game yeah. properly you might not be the best at that particular game but you can get involved in yeah. it yeah there's the, you see footballers and the ball will come to them and it will spin a weird way but they'll but in, they, that, in, yeah. in that split second they know how to control it back down yeah. like if you're playing live and you hit a wrong note you know instinctively whether that note's sharp or flat and you can in that one second just go down yeah. down to that note and that unfortunately only comes from doing it i wanted exactly. to um i, I want to do a um bbc maestro course on with billy Connolly about stand-up comedy because i would oh, yeah. love to be a, if if i wasn't doing music i'd love to be a stand-up comedian yeah but it's a totally different ball game there's being funny and then there's being stand-up comedian funny which grant's great at yeah grant grant did it and i always think i'm gonna i'm gonna do this course but i know what he's gonna say he's gonna say you have to go out and do it you, you have do, to go out, you, you have, have to go to. to the shit clubs, you have to yeah. get heckled, and you have to deal with that, you have to die on stage. You do. And then you can't just yeah. go out there and be James Acaster. Right, another example of the comfort zone thing was when um, myself and uh, Gav, or, or Captain Fontaine, as he is well, as he is known, <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, as El Duo Bongo, we started... We started just doing gigs at the the George, yeah, uh, and uh, in front of our mates, yeah. And uh, his partner at the time, Vicky, was uh, was a burlesque performer, and up in London, and she 
essentially got us into the kind of London variety and burlesque circuit. Oh, cool. Great. As a sort of musical variety act. Yeah. And suddenly, I wasn't a drummer playing a gig. Yeah. I was a performer. A performer. Yeah. A, a comedy, musical comedy yeah. performer. With a label on it. And it was a totally different world <laughs> yeah. I was in. Yeah. You know, it was uh, sharing dressing rooms with, you know, yes. half naked ladies yeah. trying to get ready with feathers and, yeah. and balloons and. The whole backstage thing. That's why I started the. Um, the day in the life stuff, the day yeah. in the life of that session guy stuff, just because I guess it's interesting to musicians because they go, I wonder if it's the same backstage for him as it is for me. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. And yeah, people yeah, yeah. who aren't in the industry can see backstage, oh, it's just a grassy field with a couple of chairs in it. Yeah. And you think backstage is going to be this like amazing place. We played the Scala once and on before us was burlesque dancers. Yeah. And we were sharing this dressing room with these burlesque dancers. And their set, they sprayed like cream on each other and did all this stuff. We went up to get food but um yeah when we, yeah, when we yeah. came back <laughs> when we came back our dressing room just smelled of yeah. like off cream yeah and then there's these like girls just like you know like in the corner just like getting changed back into their normal clothes and stuff and i was like this really this is rock and roll isn't it like, yeah, yeah yeah people think it was like the days of like kiss and stuff and but like you know me and gav you know gav's uh, an actor yeah you know he's an actor who likes to play music i'm yeah. a musician who likes to likes act, to act. <laughs> yeah. and so the sort of two of us work together really really yeah. well he's a and really good act you and you and him oh, i love really it i mean fun, the yeah. fact that we've it's not really changed in 15 yeah. years but uh everyone knows what's going to happen yeah. but you know but i, th I think because you don't play often enough it's yeah because people yeah. miss that don't they it's yeah like, yeah yeah okay here we come here comes the iron maiden one yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah that's that's always that's always the one that gets a lot of people because this podcast is about anxiety and depression and you know imposter syndrome and stuff in creative industries yeah because people on the outside are looking in going, oh, look at that, he's got the best job in the world. Do you have any horrible anxiety dreams that you wake up and affect you for the day? Because I have this one where I'm playing <laughs> where I'm playing guitar for the Rolling Stones. But right. I'm, a, I'm a behind the curtain guitarist and I'm like, and Keith Richards is miming to what I'm playing. <laughs> but then, but I hear the count, the count in, I go one. And then I think, I don't know any Rolling Stones songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm there. And I'm like, shit. And then before it hits in, I wake up. But then that affects me. The whole day I'm thinking, oh, yeah. I need to learn some Rolling Stones songs just in case, just in case this situation ever arises. I, I wouldn't say that any of those um, things are necessarily connected to music. Okay. Yeah. Um, yes, they do happen. I, I do sometimes lose sleep worrying about upcoming, uh, like perhaps the night before a, yeah. a gig. Um I did. Uh, you, you, you'll get offered the gig, and you go, "Cool, that's great, yeah, yeah, that's awesome." And then the more, say, the gig's in two weeks, and you've got a rehearsal the next week, you're yeah, thinking, cool. And then for that week, you're all right, and then you start realizing, yeah, oh, it's only three days away until rehearsal. Well, I know the songs, so I, sh I should be all right. But what if they, what yeah. if they find someone else? What if they want someone that looks better? And I think you know, one of the, one of the worst ones, I think for me was, um, I, I got a I got a call to to play drums for a fantastic group of people um, called the Full Tone Orchestra. Cool. And the uh, 
the Invitation Theatre Company, and they they are kind of a like a sort of mixed, like a, a orchestra and a theatre company combined. Cool. And um, I'd, I'd worked with them before on a production of um, doing some Queen's songs uh, in, in a sort of a, almost like a kind of Bohemian Rhapsody type showcase of Queen tunes. Yeah. And it was great fun. It was a bit of chart reading, mm-hmm. but nothing, that, you know, nothing that was too... I'd done a few theatre shows by that point, so my my reading was was much better yeah cool and i mean and that and, and again that's another few examples of imposter syndrome yeah. is sitting in an orchestra pit yeah just about to start the show and going i yeah i, I hope I'd, i remember i don't i don't know what any of this is. how does that yeah. start what and i've got the first yeah. drew will tell you the one that i think that got him the most was um when he did a production of Jesus Christ Superstar, and he's he's got the first like five notes, da, 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 and that and that's it, you know. Yeah. And they're like, if that doesn't happen, <laughs> yeah, everyone's looking at him. everyone's like, what? And then when you're about to play, before you hit that note, you have that feeling of, is my tuner on? And it's gonna yeah, 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 yeah. Is my amp on? Have I turned? Have I, I turned? Is my that, volume up? Is the volume up? Have I done that setting? <laughs> and it's all on click. So you're yeah, like, one, yeah, yeah, two, and, and you're, and, like, and you're off. Yeah, exactly. Ding, ding. Yeah. That's the worst yeah. feeling. The I think that these these lovely people, this this um, orchestra, this was a real. I hadn't just gone out of my comfort zone. I'd I'd moved. I'd sort of flown over a, an ocean into somebody else's, <laughs> like. <laughs> I'd, I'd yeah. rented a comfort zone for a weekend yeah. and found out that it was, you know, it wasn't what I expected. <laughs> it was the one. It was like one. the worst Airbnb comfort zone, <laughs> yeah. you know, like the, the toilet didn't work, you know, and yeah. that kind of stuff. And yeah. um, <laughs> beans and blood on the wall. Anyway, that's besides <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah. Um, it's the worst. Airbnb. And I and I, I walked into the rehearsal and I had my my kit. And it was it was a I had to take my electric kit. That's what they wanted. Yeah. And this was for the first rehearsal of War of the Worlds. Yeah. And I was not terribly familiar with War of the Worlds. Mm-hmm. Like I know people are gonna go, What? Yeah, you know, I, War I of the Worlds. But everyone knows the bit that goes da 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 and everyone knows the bit that goes forever autumn because yeah. <laughs> you're not here but that's pretty much it <laughs> yeah but do you remember that there's like a seven eight piece in there do you yeah. remember that there's all these weird time changes and, yeah and there's three or four songs in there that i had no real kind of idea about yeah they were just like and you still turn up yeah. and you walk into the room and suddenly you're like the beardy, long-haired, rock, yeah. hairy, sweaty-ass drummer. In, and in everyone's all, mind, it's like, oh, the drummer's here. Yeah. Oh, he's the drummer. He's the drummer. He's the one that's and going to keep us else, in time. Everybody else have got, like, violins yeah. and dressed really nicely. Yeah, yeah. And, you yeah. know, and suddenly you, like, you immediately feel that you are Out of place. in the wrong place. Back to that Eka thing, when we went out for the meal with the manager on that first rehearsal, it was a nice restaurant. Like, yeah. it was like quite posh on top of this like 
big roof thing in London with like a pool and everything. There was yeah. like a few celebrities there and stuff. And then Echo looks like she does. She looks like, always looks great. And then me and Dan, the drummer, we were there like beards. He's got long, like curly hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skateboards. Because we were like, well, if we're going around London, we may as well just like, skate, <laughs> skate around. Like, so yeah. we're there, we're like walking in with skateboards and I've got like a backpack with like all my clothes in and yeah. stuff. Um, I can't remember where all my gear was. It must have been at the practice room. And yeah, you just walk in and you think, we are the pieces of shit in this room. Here. Yeah. Everyone's looking at us. And in reality, no one is. No one cares. <laughs> but <laughs> Everyone's thinking about, know, about themselves. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. there it is. And that was exactly the feeling I got, you know, when I walked into the room. Mm. Suddenly, the imposter syndrome rocks up. Yeah. How many, go, how many piece band was it? Exactly. Band, Dan. It's an orchestra. <laughs> Not band. That's the, see, that's what's going <laughs> to be your downfall <laughs> yeah. there. Oh, it's a big band, isn't it? It's a big band, isn't it? It's 65. Yeah. That's a lot. How many it was, guitarists? It was probably, I mean, it was, there was probably, the string section was probably 25. Wow. 30. And you're Plus, the one drummer. Percussionist. Right. Oh, there was a percussionist. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not about to take on a percussion job. Yeah. I don't know percussion. I'm strictly drums. I like, did you ever you get know, that when, when people say, people that aren't musicians go, oh, uh, can I be in your band? I'll play tambourine. Go yeah. on then. Go on then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. go yeah. On. You keep the chorus in time. Yeah, we'll do Ski Sunday. See how you get on with that. <laughs> I had a jam session the other day with some people in some room I just happened to be in and they started playing Money and I was playing drums for it. Oh, and I was yeah. like, oh, Money, cool. Yeah, I know that. And then you realise, I don't know this. <laughs> I know the time signature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can play the time signature, but I don't know where all the, yeah. all the other parts are. Because it goes straight time into the yeah. solo and, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah and yeah. I was just like... No, I don't know this. I didn't know this as well as I thought. Yeah. Let's play any Blink-182 song. I can do that. Yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it really helps if, like me, you've listened to it a gajillion yeah, times. Yeah, so many And then it's kind times. of ingrained into you. That's how I learn stuff. I was going to ask how you how you go about learning stuff, because I'll before I pick up a guitar, I'll, with the badly drawn boy stuff, say, I'll just listen to his back catalogue yeah. just for, like, weeks. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't get that, that luxury, but because um, it was like a three-day turnaround. So I had to learn something like 40 songs in two or three days. So I just listened to those songs just without touching a guitar, just so I knew them yeah. like, like back of my hand. And then when I picked up a guitar, it was so much easier. It was just like, oh, this is an A. So I, I thought it was in G for some reason. Okay. Oh, yeah, so it must go to a C sharp minor. Okay, yeah. Great, yeah. And that's th how you Yeah, know. exactly. And I think, I think with... Um if you know what the rules are, mm. you, then it makes life a lot easier. Yeah. You know, if you're going into a job um, where you know you you know what the style is you know more mm. or less the kind of the the sound the you need character, to get the, the sound yeah. you need to get um you know it's don't don't go to a jazz gig with you know your thickest drumsticks no. and uh, your loudest and a mess of boogie amp, you know right? yeah your, you know your loudest bits of kit you know you 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 take the yeah. right bit of kit for the job yeah. i think that's the other thing i've i've learned is that you know, it it it's having, it's knowing what to take with you. Yeah, that's going to be adequate. Uh, not adequate. Sorry, that's not the right word. Um, appropriate. Yeah, for the gig. Yeah. Um, there's 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 three rules I kind of I kind of live by is um, know your parts. Yeah. Know what you're doing. Yeah. Keep your equipment in in good order. Good yeah, order. You absolutely. don't want to turn up and you know all your electrics are fucked. Yeah. And number one, 
is don't be a dick. No, exactly. Important, right. More important than anything, if yeah. you don't get on with the people, they'll just get yeah. someone else. It's easy as that. I um and and this is again, this is kind of what's got me, what's got me through, a lot of the the kind of the anxiety of the the imposter syndrome stuff has as is turning up with the right gear. Yeah, and actually that in turn that gives the people that don't necessarily know you yeah gives them the right confidence like vibe, oh, okay you know he's, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah oh okay no he hasn't just and if something know, goes wrong you know how to fix it so if, if a hi-hat stand goes wrong you know okay i'll yeah, just do this could, yeah, whereas exactly. if you had a drummer they're going oh we need a drum tech to yeah uh, where's my tech going? where's you know? my tech yeah, um yeah, yeah. this is a school theater mate like, yeah right <laughs> you are the tech and but again that's just a process of of learning mm. you know um uh, going back to the sort of the the learning stuff i mean it is really just listening isn't it it's yeah. listen get the style right yeah um i i always try and say to my students listen to as much different music as yeah. you can because what you pick up um when you when you read charts I'm not. I'm not a, a strong chart reader, and and no, but my my imposter syndrome has meant that I work harder at yeah. understanding yeah. charts. Excuse me. My imposter syndrome has meant that I learn charts better, or that I am more focused on what the chart is telling me. Yeah. And if you read some charts, some of them are written brilliantly, and some of them are crack on for the next. 32 bars just <laughs> smash it just crack go on. for it you know and so some of them can be quite vague yes so if you're in rehearsal i'm very lucky with um with the theater shows which is where i do most of my reading um i get on really well with the mds mm -hmm. and just as i say that 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 other thing that has popped up into my head is if you are an imposter why do you keep getting hired? Yeah, again and again, yeah, and again. Yeah, this is how so ridiculous true, yeah. it is. I know, because the truth of the situation is, if I was that imposter, why am I being asked back? Yes, but yeah, every time you go back, you think they're going to find yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They're find it's out every single time. It's ridiculous. It's it's irrational. A very good friend of mine, Colin, uh, Colin Gray, is a, uh, an MD. I love working with him as an MD. He's a drummer. Uh, he's a percussionist. Yeah. He's a great musician. He knows what he wants, and he will tell you. Great. And he will tell you in such a way, he never, ever makes you feel like you've done something wrong. Yeah. That's the, the mark of a true And that's MD. great. I have to say, uh, Alan Grace, another MD, that I've worked for in the within the same theatre company. Yeah, he's exactly the same, and he's great to work for. And they, you ask them a question, and they'll tell you. Yeah, you see, Colin or Alan, whoever's there. Let's say Colin, bar number eighty-one. It says this. What? 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 Have you got anything you want? He's like, Nah. You know what to do. Yeah. Just groove it. Yeah. Perfect. Cool. And that's when your own. Creativity. So then you can pull from the music because you've you know what the rules to, yeah. are. Yeah, you know what the rules are. You know, it's if we're playing soft rock ballad and it just says groove, then yeah, it probably means don't 
get all your chops out. Yeah. <laughs> it means yeah. just groove. Something is probably happening. Yeah, something else is... And they're not really yeah. concentrating on you. You yeah. just need to get on with yeah. your job for the next few bars. If it tells you to do something specific, Colin or Alan might say, right, I really need you to get that phrasing. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. So you really got to concentrate. Yeah, yeah. And get those phrases right so that you're really bopping along with the rest of the, yes. the band. But some of the charts are written in such a way where they'll just give you a sort of stylistic thing. Um, it might say, uh, one of the ones that comes up quite a lot is Sing, Sing, Sing. Do you know what Sing, Sing, Sing is? No. So it was a, a, a piece of music, a uh, big band from the sort of, I guess, maybe late 30s, but certainly in the 1940s. Um, and it was made famous by a drummer called Gene Krupa. And the Sing, Sing, Sing is that kind of 16th note Dum 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 and bum bum ba dum 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 like some people say George of the Jungle, yeah. right? You know, George of the Oh yeah, dum 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 dum. But when you know it and you see it on a chart, you go, perfect, I know exactly what that yeah. is. Cool. Why is it called sing sing sing? Because yeah. that's the that's the rhythm. It's kind of it's probably on the mask. Yeah. Uh, yes, oh, I know the, the Jim Carrey yeah, film. I, I think that's probably where yeah, it was. It was it. But it's been around for years. You know, it's that it's that one that you kind of you hear it all yeah. the time. It's yeah. sort of known in within popular culture. Okay, so cool. of course that's the the reference that most drummers will have probably heard of. Is sing, sing, sing. Oh, nice. What do you do that helps? with that imposter syndrome and your anxiety what helps you get over that apart from you know jumping into stuff like being a yes man yeah which i guess really helps yes in the long run but like i say like when you're walking into the studio or, or into that first rehearsal what makes you think okay cool now i can do this no it's fine it's fine do you talk to anyone do you meditate do you do any of that kind I of mean, stuff yeah i think to a degree i think you have to i'm not i wouldn't say i necessarily meditate but i think some things help that we've mm -hmm. already talked about having the right gear mm -hmm. understanding what it is that you're about to do yeah understand having some understanding of the the style having some understanding of the people that you're working yeah. with how are you going to integrate into their world yeah. you know? because it's not about you no of course you, you are you are no, just so no, no, no. don't think that you're walking in there and everyone's looking at you going, right, here's the main guy. It's yeah. like, no, no, everyone's looking no, at James no, no, Martin no. or everyone's yeah. looking at Badly Drawn Boy exactly or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's looking at them. You just with, got to support with the, them. With the band stuff, with the orchestra stuff, with the theatre stuff, you are part of a much, much, much bigger, bigger project. Yeah. picture. Yeah. And if it's your gig, you're running the gig and everyone's there to see you, mm -hmm. then you you take on a different role. Mm -hmm. um, if you're there to do the job, I don't need to tell you this, Dan, you already yeah. know this, but if you're there to, to do the job, you've got to have that level of, I guess, confidence in your own abilities. Yeah. <clears throat> Even though the the spectre of imposter syndrome yeah. is, is chipping away, is trying its best to chip away at your confidence yeah. and, and your kind of belief, what you've got to do is just go, Right, look, I've done everything I can do. I can't. <laughs> yeah. if, if I go in there expecting it to be to be perfect, 
then I'm already going to yeah, be on. You already lost. I'm going to be on a losing battle. I got to get rid of that that weight of expectation. Yeah. With um, um with with the badly thing when I first turned up to uh, we didn't go to rehearsal. I met the bass player who I already knew and the drummer who I didn't know. Yeah. And we went to we just met at the the hotel lobby. So like I drove up to Manchester, met in the hotel lobby. And I walked in. I was just really nervous about meeting the drummer like, for some reason because because I didn't know him. And I thought, what if he doesn't like me? Because him and Dan, the bass player, they were already friends. So I was like, what? What if this guy doesn't like me? And then he says to Dan about not liking me, then I'll be out. Blah blah. blah. And then as soon as I turned up and I was chatting to his name's Davies. He's he's a great drummer. Um, his favorite band are the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know. <laughs> but uh, I turned up and and I said hello to him and stuff and. I think he's about my age or a bit younger. And um, Dan got up to like leave. He was like, oh, I've got to go and get something from my bag. And he walked off. And I said to David, I was like, oh, how are you doing? And he was like, oh, mate, to be honest, I'm, I'm really nervous. Yeah. And that made, and that just meant all the anxiety just yeah. kind of like drifted away because I thought <laughs> he's in the same boat as me. He doesn't yeah, know who I yeah, am. Yeah. yeah. He knows that me and Dan are friends as well. So like, he's probably thinking the same thing yeah. as me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we're all in the fucking same boat. Well, here. And that's it. That's exactly <laughs> it. I mean, the th with... The theater, the theater guys. I know that I am not as experienced as the other musicians yeah. that I'm working with. I know that for a fact mm -hmm. because they are doing shows every other day. Yeah, yeah, they're doing every maybe like they're doing maybe three shows a month or something yeah. like that. Whereas I'm doing maybe three shows a year. Yeah, you know, in that sort of realm. Yeah. So I'm I am coming into it as as the sort of the less yeah experienced person sometimes i make a point of that as well though i'll, I'll go into a rehearsal and i have the same joke right you might yeah. have heard me say it. i'll go into a rehearsal the first time i've met the band the artist or whatever and i go don't worry guys i've been watching youtube videos on how to play guitar all morning <laughs> so we're all right yeah, we're all good. <laughs> yeah and then that kind of makes them like everyone kind of go okay yeah okay well, we're all, all right you make a little joke and a little icebreaker and yeah. then it's kind of a bit easier from there and I think, you, and then you just play. You know, yeah, I think I think I'm I'm just as just as prone to anybody else to maybe just start quietly, gently. Don't yeah. bring too much attention to yourself. Oh, okay. Warm yeah, into yeah. it a little bit. Yeah. Get yourself into the the feel of it. Yeah, you know, if you are going into to a a completely new environment where you've you've perhaps never experienced before yeah. especially with theater work that's a very very different very very different yeah. thing you know if you're playing a gig you can have a bit of banter in between songs if you're in a pit yeah. in front of a stage which i've done very little of but thankfully enough to well i it. usually the theater group i work with we're in a different room oh okay cool we're kind of like off you know, oh great yeah that's fine all electric everything there's nothing live you know everything's played live but there's no live mics yeah and we can have a, a cup of tea and a you know a chat and and, and a little bit of we can uh the yeah, if you're in a pit you've just got to wait you've just got to yeah you've got, you've got, got to sit, sit there. i've and, done i haven't done any pit work it's not my kind of guitar i've i chat to kit who i'll, I'll probably get on the kit, podcast yeah, kit's, kit's an incredible yeah like, kit's done a lot of that. um and he i said to him once oh what's the quickest turnaround you've ever done for a gig and he was like mm, an hour and yeah. i was like he can just turn up and just yeah. like sight read it and um, a lot of the a lot of the guys on the ships do that yeah they'll they'll go and go to a port collect the next 
artist. Yes. They'll come on with a box load of charts and hand them out and go right, see in 20 minutes. Yeah. For rehearsal. Incredible. incredible. uh, That's that's one skill that I never never learned to read. Obviously, chord charts are easy, (laughs) but I can... But I can listen to a tune twice and then go, right, cool, I can play it. I, I play yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I, I, I do this thing sometimes where, because I'm not as good on piano as I am on guitar. Not playing, I mean, like, with regards to picking stuff up. Yeah. Like, with a guitar, I can hear it and go, okay, it's there. But with a piano, I'll, I'll do this thing where I listen, I pick a random song on Spotify and I'll play the song and just listen to it and work it out. And then I pretend that when it's now i play it again and i pretend that i'm on stage now playing this for yeah. the first time and in my head I, and that's that really helps that's a really good exercise it does do. actually yeah there's um there's a lot to be said for visual uh, visualization yeah um and uh i that's a that's a sort of a thing i tend to employ a little bit as well um when i'm practicing is that feeling of of right this is wembley stadium yeah yeah, and uh, this is the and first I'm, time we're and this playing. Is the, you know, and this is it, and I've got to almost put myself into the the character. I think that's probably one of the things that that I because I've come from a a drama and music background. Yeah, the thing I I I tend to do is I tend to put myself into the role of Dave, the drummer. Yeah. Yeah, I don't necessarily, you know. Hopefully, the guy, the imposter syndrome guy, is Dave, the guy in the car, shaking. Yeah, you know, yeah. wishing uh, he was at home watching Star Trek. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Considering your life choices, yes, you know. Yeah. Whereas Dave, the drummer, takes over, and the kind of it's like, now nah, I've got this. The bullish, I've got this kind of it's bravado fine. and the, you know, that side of it comes in do you ever sometimes wish that you had a regular job and by regular job i mean like you know nine to five monday to friday you got your weekends off you didn't have music because every now and again i think it would be easier just to yeah i mean it would be easier yeah work at mcdonald's or something and just like have that steady income yeah because that's what i get anxious about as well is the income yeah i've got to pay for this place i've got to pay the mortgage but everyone's got you know stuff of course of course and it's because you're self-employed you get that feeling of oh cool i've got two sessions next week cool that'll get that'll that'll sort me out and then one of them cancels and you go oh okay uh when we're going to get that money from that yeah and then well, the other I've, one i go oh can we push it to next month when i'm after i paid and you're like um yeah okay and then you start thinking shit where am i going to get this like i think income from? i think i've always i have to say dan i think that i the the greatest of respect for you especially because you are fully out there mm. on on your own as it were i've always kept a um some sort of day job going yes. uh, admittedly within education um either sort of full-time drum teaching at schools uh or working in in class classrooms and there's another big you know provider of anxiety and stress yeah true working with kids yeah. um and I've, I've got something later actually i've got to teach start teaching this um i think she's eight yeah her and her dad are coming over and they're going to talk about me teaching her how to play drums and i'm like i would rather stand in front of twenty thousand people and play yeah and teach one person and how old 
eight. Eight, yeah. She's yeah. really up for it. She's like, she loves it. She's she's great, to be fair. Good. She, 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 she wants to learn. You can see her there, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I, wants to I, learn. I don't tend to go much below 11 oh, really? when it comes to teaching yes. drums. So, but so I'm, good, I'm, I'm scared of it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm scared about that. Yeah, and I would be as well. I'm more scared about yeah. teaching one person. Because, yeah. again, like, her dad's going to be here. Yeah. Um, and I'm just thinking, what if he's in the corner, like, having a cup of tea going, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This oh, guy, and that happens to me all the time. It's great. It's fine. It's fine. It'll and I'm fine. sure... You know it. It'll be fine. I'll just teach, you know... You know Teach simple patterns. Yeah. Listen to some music. What are we going to start with, Dan? Imagine um, I'm in the room. What are you going to start with? Money. Money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, money. Yeah. And uh, this, is, this is a band called Rush. Yeah. Yeah. This is Spirit of the Radio. And now this is Dream Theatre. <laughs> yeah. What about Spock's beard? <laughs> I don't know. What that oh, is. well, there you go. What band could text you now and say, we've got a gig tomorrow night, no rehearsal, we could just go on and do it? Any band? Uh, uh, well, ACDC probably. Really? Yeah, yeah. God, yeah. 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 Uh, I, I think there's, I could probably, um, yeah, yeah, if they went out and said, right, we're going to do the whole of the Back in Black album, that's great. I can do that track order, yeah. no worries. Great. Um, that that would always be great. And I've uh, I've got, yeah, nice big crash cymbals ready for that nice. one. So that's all <laughs> good. Um, <laughs> So when do, when do you feel most confident at a gig or at a rehearsal or whatever? When do you feel like, okay, cool, this is it, I've, I've got it now? I mean, with my my kind of regular bands, I think are probably the ones where, you know, I, I don't ever really feel that imposter Anxiety syndrome thing happen. Um, I've got a couple of regular bands like Stone Pig and the yeah. Flotonics and stuff like that. and And we're very much we we have the the measure of each other yeah to such an extent that where there isn't a worry about each other we yeah. we know our levels really really well and we work really yeah. really well with each yeah. other so going into rehearsal or going to gigs is so much more kind of uh well it's it's fun because it's like it's like a nice big warm jumper yeah. and a cup of tea. Yeah. It's like the sort of ro- sweaty rock version yeah. of that. And you, um, when while you're setting up, you have all that banter. You've got and, a bit of banter yeah, and you, you kind of know what you've got you, you inside know. Inside jokes and all that. Yeah, yeah. you've got all, the, all that sort of stuff. Which is what you get on a, on a tour. Um, say you, you're on tour for six weeks, you know, the first four or five shows, you're like, okay, yeah, this might be all right. And then after that, it's just it's it's like turning up to an office job and just doing the same thing yeah. every day. It's yeah. getting in the van, do the sound check, yeah. set, do the gig, set down, get back in the yeah. van, do the gig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it becomes like a routine. And you almost feel kind of wish I was at home for a bit now. And then when <laughs> and then when you're at home, you're like, I kind of wish I was back out on tour yeah. a little bit now. When I talked about um that that first group of people yeah. those ja- that from that jazz world yeah i'm now in a band with a lot with a lot of those people called the ingenious gentlemen yeah i never have that problem anymore with them oh great um and again i learned i made sure i learned and i made sure i got some chops up together enough to be able to be comfortable yeah with them and they've told me as much i guess that really helped 
you know, was that whole sort of, you know, is every uh, is there, is everything okay? And they're well, like, they no, asked you, you that. Or, no, I, I'm asking asked, them. Yeah. Is it, how did that? How was that? They're going great. Yeah. We love what you're doing. Yeah. And it turns out that that although they're very much of the sort of jazz and world music and kind of folk music tradition, yeah. What they really wanted was somebody with with a bit more of a solid. Oh, cool. Kind of feel. Yeah. So although I can still swing, I can do it with enough of my rock and roll four on the floor sentiment yeah. but without actually physically doing it yeah so for them they really wanted somebody that was like on the button which is why you kept getting hired which is why i keep getting yeah the, the imposter syndrome go why do i keep getting hired that's why and then well, as soon as you know I mean, that you know without blowing sunshine at my own ass here well that's you know that's it's exactly stu- stu- studio stuff is is made simpler if if you can play to the click yeah and trying and not to make why, too many that's mistakes why you'll get, and that's ultimately why you'll get you know that's it and, and and it's the same you know with the the theater stuff a lot of what we do is is clicked yeah and, and it, sometimes it is very difficult to do that because when the click goes on it's not always you're not always necessarily on the button so you've yeah. really got to kind of get to it yeah or, or you've got to be able to pull back or speed yeah. up We did, um, what was the show we did? Footloose was the last show I did. Um, and it was my first one back after I had a break last year, um, obviously for yeah. uh, my son. And that really, that kind of reopened a lot of the anxieties, a lot of the the those thoughts again. What, what the, the, the stuff with Warwick or the... Coming back to the show. Coming back to, back to the show, but yeah. all, because of that, because I'd yeah. been away. And Do you because, want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm happy to talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, Warwick uh, suffered a, a brain a- a aneurysm mm. or a brain hemorrhage, um, and it was extremely serious, as yeah. serious as it could be. And uh, he's ha- been operated on. He's uh, recovering. He's back at school. We awesome. are. What are we now? Uh, when was it? April. Was April, it April last year. What are we in now? Nearly sort of midway, three quarters of the way through January. Yeah. Um, and he's he's back at school. And he's he's 16? doing great. He's sixteen. He's yeah, 16. he's doing great. Yeah, he's doing really really it's well. Crazy. Isn't it? He's it's had such... to relearn everything. Yeah. You know, and it and it's been like you send been... us little videos of the you know the WhatsApp group, yeah, thing, like doing Lego and stuff. And oh, yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's just incredible. It's absolutely incredible to see because I can't imagine. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, that must be terrible because I mean, it obviously must be, but I can't imagine as a family what you guys went through. Did it bring you closer together? Um, I mean, always it, been quite a close. I in terms of, um. I think yes, it. I uh, mean, certainly the three, like me, Lisa, and Warwick, it, it did. Mm. Yeah, because um, you were living in we, a hotel. In yeah, we had to live essentially in a hotel room, and, yeah. and the the brilliant the brilliant people at the Ronald McDonald House yeah. in Southampton uh, University Hospital um, were excellent, and yeah. the team there were just incredible. And obviously, yeah, we had to kind of live. We weren't at home at all, pretty yeah. much for six months. Yeah. Um, and Lisa and I were just celebrating our 
first wedding anniversary while we were there. No and, way. You know, yeah. It's like, oh, wow, this is not how I imagined this the first year deal, of, you yeah. know, being married to Lisa was going to be all about. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think um, it, it's, it's given us a new perspective. I think certainly Lisa and I are closer than ever. Yeah, with that, with that, I think you'd be very difficult to, to not be. Because I've heard from Drew and stuff that she's been incredible throughout this whole. Oh God, yeah, I mean, absolutely, thing. just yeah, absolutely, absolutely right. I mean, it's uh, it's it is it is rare. Like with my wife as well, she's really supportive of the whole music thing and yeah, and that kind of stuff. We are lucky to have women in our lives that yeah actually want us to go out and do stuff. Yeah, I mean, Lisa, Lisa's very much like that. She's she's very much kind of like uh, oh, I'm going to head out and um, re oh, rehearse with the. Oh yeah, cool. Off you go. You yeah, know, cool, yeah. and and uh, you know, it's uh, I I had a a time many 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 moons ago where um, uh, a relationship damaged my yes. uh, my musical yeah. career. This is back in the nineties, yeah, and it really did kind of you know damage. I lost a lot of friends. I lost two bands on the same wow. weekend. You know, I didn't see it, and they did, and yeah. they were like, "Yeah, yeah, hey, you're not the guy you used to be, yeah. Dave." So, <laughs> hey, you know what? We're gonna, we're gonna pretty much not not do that anymore. Oh no! Yeah. And that was horrendous, you know. And 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 you kind of and you go, and that's that is one of those things as well that you don't learn. You know, you can't watch a YouTube video on that. No, no, no. no. You just learn that as you go, and you yeah. go actually. No, not necessarily relationships, but like people in your life that you just realise over time, I don't actually need you in my yeah. life. Yeah. Like, I'm actually happier with the four friends I've got here as opposed to the 40 people I've, yeah. met, I've met here. I've I met think it was uh, with that with that particular experience, I think what I, I learned was, was that um, sometimes you can be uh, sort of blinded by something that mm. you think is the be all and end all, and actually it, it really wasn't. Yeah. Because uh, what I was about to lose was, yeah, not just not just friends, um, but also was this was a sort of a was the thing that I I felt I was good at doing, yeah. which was yeah, going out and playing. That's my worry that I, that I think that oh, the only thing I'm good at is music. Like I could be the best banker in the world, but I wouldn't know because I wouldn't too know. Focused, no, exactly. I'm too I think focused I, on music. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of guilty of of saying that to to a degree, and I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing, really. But I think it's I think it's me kind of. I'm almost confirming to myself that mm. that is what I'm good at. Yes, yeah. I'm almost like reinforcing it in my yeah. own head. So when when people say I, 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 the question I always get a lot is, oh, are you still gigging? Yeah. Which is odd because apparently, according to Richie, I play in every band yeah. ever. So <laughs> yeah. you know whether I'd be gigging or not. Yeah. But it, it's that question I get asked a lot. Are you still gigging? And I go, yeah, I, I don't really yeah. know how to do anything else. Yeah. And and, it, and that, Are you still playing in your little band, are you? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I get that a lot. Yeah. 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 You're still playing. You're still, still, still playing. in them drums. Yeah. But what, um, yeah, but what do you do for you know real work yeah oh i play guitar oh yeah yeah i know but like what do you do yeah, for, like, yeah. for money <laughs> i 
play guitar. Yeah. Do you I want me to write it down so you can yeah. <laughs> read it? I mean, I think, yeah, I think just, just by using the word teaching tends to just... Yeah, be, oh, oh, te- yeah teaching, teaching. Yeah, I'm, I'm still playing and teaching. Oh, yeah. good, you know, that's yeah. good. So that sort of fills... What, what's kind of lucky for me is I've been on ITV every other week. So, yeah, gotcha. So, so uh, yeah. people see me on TV and they go, oh, he must be breaking it in. <laughs> like, yeah, that's how it uh, works. <laughs> I mean, I know, you know, you know, I know how that feels. Dan. Oh, yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that, that was great. The, um, you know, like the World Cup song. Yeah. 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 That was a weird experience, wasn't it? Because that was, right, do you want to come around and just record these vocals? And you had no idea what the song was. It's <laughs> so, like, right, let's yeah. do it. And then even Kate and Drew turned up like after just like decorating their house. Yeah. It's just like not, not doled up. Yeah. And they're like, right, yeah. That was brilliant. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a fun, was a lot of fun. Was a fun day. So yeah, going back to, to Warwick. Warwick's yeah. all good. Warwick's like, great. He's He's still got some, you know, some things to do in terms of his recovery um but uh it's looking really really good Great. i mean he's just outstanding you know his his recovery has been nothing short of miraculous really. yeah that's incredible um along with that uh I, I i took on board some advice to go and um take advantage of the psychology department great uh so i was uh, I had some regular meetings yeah. with the psychology team down at Southampton. Yeah. And we did a, a lot of talking about lots of other things as well mm-hmm. as Warwick. But um, Rachel, Dr. Rachel, absolutely brilliant she was. I've got such a lot of time for her. Um, she was very, I, I've never known somebody more sort of supportive and sort of... Oh, you know, wow. And, and it, it really, it was like, so... So, you know, she had that lovely voice. So, Dave, <laughs> tell me, what do you do? What do, what do you like doing, Dave? <laughs> and, uh, and I go, oh, well, actually, I'm a, I'm a drummer. Oh, you're, oh, you play? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, great. What sort, of, what sort of stuff, you know? And, of course, then you, you find that she's... She's just digging... Cunningly and easily yeah. sort of taking you off to a slightly different... Yeah. You know, not that I need asking twice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, you talk I about drums, yeah. Dave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you do, Dave? Drums is what I do. You want to talk drums? Let me tell you. In fact, I brought my kit. Wanna... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Funnily enough, uh, and and it was very much her that that sort of said, "Well, uh, have you have you been playing?" I said, "Well, no, I've been here. Mm. I've been. In, this is where we've been. You know." Yeah. And are you are you looking to? to get back into it i said well i i don't know you know i i don't mm. know if i can do that i don't know if it's the i don't feel right about it i don't because that must be hard knowing that you know your son's in hospital and going through this you know, yeah life-changing experience and you're you could go back on stage and play in stone pig you must feel like i shouldn't be doing this i think i i certainly i i don't think i played while warwick was in hospital i think mm-hmm. it was only once he'd come out yeah and was back home yeah. that I that I felt it was the right time yeah. uh, to do that. I should I should say, of course, that um, you know Warwick has got a, a a very supportive extended family. Obviously, it's not just me and Lisa. Yeah. Of course, it's Chrissy and Paul and and all you know and their family as well. So yeah. he has a you know he's got a lot of support from sort of both sides yeah of, of even his, like even his friends family. drew and kate like yeah you know, got... yeah but but obviously friends as well you know yeah. there's there's a lot you know going on where it, it made that made life 
a little bit easier yeah. and uh, to kind of the the guys in the bands were were really great um i think the worst thing is sometimes you feel well like those guys have got to sort of do something while i'm not there so per- perhaps it's perhaps i should just leave yes and of course they don't, they don't really want you to you know yeah. they don't like well, we don't really want you to leave dave so um the flotonics uh got a depth yeah drummer in a guy called luigi who great guy i've met him a couple of times he seems a really nice guy so he's kind of taking care of them for the moment right uh stone pig employed a cardboard cutout of me <laughs> and uh <laughs> and eddie uh, who's brilliant uh recorded all of the drum parts oh cool and they and played then, to a track and then basically they they played a couple of gigs oh great but with that's funny uh, separate, i saw that i saw that at the stone pig gig when i yeah, came to it and a I was separate like, pa and a, and a cardboard cut out of me waving uh so cardboard dave played a yeah. few gigs while uh, in my absence well i've heard he's been hired for acdc now yeah 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 <laughs> wanker <laughs> he's cheaper <laughs> yeah he's way cheaper yeah not as much of a bloody show off yeah <laughs> yeah um so yeah. Uh, and yeah so really it was it was the it was dr rachel's advice was to like well you know you've got to think about yourself and you really this is what you do you need to get back into it and which is so, hard to think about yourself when your son of course it is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, there was no way i was gonna i was gonna sort of go right well Okay, well, I'm going to go and do some gigs. I wouldn't have felt right about it, and and I don't think it would have been fair on, on anybody else. Having said that, once he was out, I still needed to hear that it was okay. Yeah, I still yeah. needed that kind of uh, to to have that sort of validated a little bit. Yeah. Go look, just go and do the thing yeah. that you do. You've got to recover from this. We've all got to recover yeah. from it. It's not just Warwick that's been affected yeah. by it. It's the whole family. It's friends. It's everybody. It's trauma. It's it's a, it's a the nearest thing I can think of akin to PTSD mm. um, that that I can I can it probably is PTSD. I mm. don't know, but uh, but essentially it's the nearest thing I can sort of equate it yeah. to. And so getting back into gigs, realizing how completely match unfit yes yeah um one of the first things i did was was footloose Uh, (laughs) so i had to suddenly go and read a chart and listen to you know while you were on stage did you have that thing in the back of your mind that says could you have a little table next you don't you with your phone and stuff on it yeah usually yeah did you just have that worry of am i going to get a phone call in a minute like yeah of course you do yeah yeah, Um, so you're not focused fully on the music which is understandable you're kind of half and half a little bit yeah i think i'm i think i made sure that my phone could be on yeah but but not necessarily in my view all the time so it was kind of had to sort of move it away a little bit but you you know you do have to say look i'm doing a show i can't necessarily answer a phone yeah yeah but you know uh, you know warwick's got lots of other people supporting yeah as well so there was you know that's never necessarily going to have been an issue yeah that's true uh, yeah. i mean even now you know my phone's there i'm not expecting a call because he's at school yeah you know but it's still just that little ever present little thing what have his friends been like as well have his friends been uh for the most part they've been great actually right. um i remember when 
they came to visit him actually in the hospital. Oh, nice. Uh, we had to sit in Costa because of COVID yeah. bloody rules and all the yeah. rest of it. Um, and I think they were really shocked, obviously, to begin with. Yeah, seeing it. seeing like, Kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. Because, you know, he was in a wheelchair and his mm. speech was really slurred. and But, you know, he had to relearn how to do all of that again, you know. Yeah. Um, but, no, they've been great. They're, they're really, really oh, good awesome. with him. Yeah, they're just fantastic. And uh, and Ruby as well, his girlfriend, just fantastic. Oh, nice. So, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got a girlfriend, has he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll chip off the old block. <laughs> yeah, before you go, what have you got coming up? What have you got? Um, what have you got planned? Well, uh, next Grant Sharkey record of course yeah <laughs> I, I've i made it my my point to shoehorn my way onto Into as much anything, Grant Sharkey yeah. material we've as done possible. radio adverts together we've done yeah um, yeah I've got a couple of projects uh, on the go cool um, myself and Drew have yeah Drew's uh, told me about this have uh, with the original vocalist Mike have uh, are in the process of re-recording some old material from a 90s metal comedy metal band that I was in called Uncle Dave's Biscuit Barrel. Amazing. Please keep your eye out for that. <laughs> yes. That'll be great. Uh, chugging in E. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. None of that down tuning malarkey for <laughs> yeah. us. Proper metal. No, proper metal. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, just as Satan himself intended. And I, and I, I guess like the anxiety of that is is just fun, really. It's just like getting, the, yeah, that, getting again, back. Yeah, there's again. Uh, I, I can't have imposter syndrome there because I invented yeah. the bloody, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I didn't invent it, but, you know, I was there in its its inception, yeah, its birth yeah. in the first time round. Um, so that is purely a kind of, I suppose, a, a bit of a vanity project, yeah, really, great. nothing else. But a lot of the, the original stuff got kind of lost in the mists of time. Yeah. And uh, I always really felt that uh, I was remembered for that band. Yeah. I still am remembered for that band. I've literally got two cassettes Have you? of rough rehearsal recordings yeah. and some four track yeah. stuff. Um, I think that's what people don't realize now. Like the kids growing up now in bands, they're so lucky to have like a recorder on their phone that yeah. they can just put in a rehearsal room. Whereas back in the day, we had to go to cash converters and buy a little tape thing. Tascam. A little Tascam four track, track yeah. thing and then, yeah. and then record on that and then bounce yeah. that all down and, and do all yeah. that stuff. Whereas they can just go, oh, I'll do that. Oh, yeah, just record do it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Import it into Logic, turn it into a full song. And, yeah, you know, yeah. And, it, and it's amazing, really. Right. I guess we should wrap this up. Yeah. you got to go pick Warwick up, haven't you? No, no, he's all right. He's all <laughs> He'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, he's all right. I'll leave him there for a bit longer. He's fine. <laughs> Just like, sat at a bus stop like rain. <laughs> well, mate, thanks for coming in. It's been good to chat. Thanks, Dan. Um, I really appreciate it. And um, I hope, you know, we sort of have maybe given some food for thought for other yeah other people, people that are, that are feeling this. kind of the same thing and um, that's the idea of the podcast just to make people realize oh it's not just yeah me that it's really like just a, just a case of you know know what you know know what you know <laughs> and don't know what you yeah. don't know <laughs> that was Dave Allen talking on the Stage Fright podcast where we talk mental health while working in creative industries if you'd like to get involved in the show in any way shape or form please email me at allrightstagefright at gmail.com I love doing these pods they're a great way of hearing stories from people who are in the same boat as me and I hope they kind of help you guys out too 
If you'd like to help out the show, please find me on Patreon, where for the price of half a coffee a month, you get ad-free early access to shows, as well as some other great off-pod bonus material. Like, for instance, I put up the full uninterrupted music the other day, so you can now go on and do your best, all right, I'm Dan impression. (laughs) Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Um, That's a rubbish bye. I'll do that again. Bye. 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 I'll edit one of those in, whichever one's best. Oh, I forgot to say the Patreon again. Patreon.com forward slash Dan Parkinson Music. Thanks. <laughs>